Hello everyone and welcome back to the True Crime Detective podcast. Today we're going to do another case and this one is on the crossbow cannibal who was a serial killer who killed three women in Bradford in 2009. Stephen Griffiths, the crossbow cannibal, the crossbow cannibal and I'm going to tell you how he did what he did and why he murdered these people and things like that. So before I start, I just want to say say that I mean absolutely no disrespect to anybody I talk about in this podcast. This is just all information I've compiled off the internet and I've compiled into one podcast. So that's my disclaimer. And yeah, let's uh, get on with the Crossbow Cannibal story. So the Crossbow Cannibal murders took place in 2009 and 2010 in Bradford. Bradford, which is in the United Kingdom, in England, in Yorkshire. And it was three women who were murdered by Stephen Griffiths, who I'm going to talk about in a minute. But yeah, the three women... So the first one was Susan Rushworth, who disappeared on the 22nd of June 2009, followed by by 31-year-old Shelley Armitage on the 26th of... April 2010 and 36 year old Susan Blay Myers on the 21st of May 2010 of the same year so she was taken away in 2010 as well all of them were prostitutes all of them had drug addictions they all had demons that they couldn't get over their families tried and it didn't work they did try to get away from their families did try to get them away from prostitution and they tried to get out of it but it never worked. They used to go to the red light district in Bradford where they would offer their services to punters and this is where they went missing. Um, they were they went missing, nobody heard from them, they, they wouldn't answer their phones, anything like that. There was a block of flats that was in the middle of Bradford, which was called Hampton Court. And this was where the caretaker, who was going through the CCTV footage at the time, over the weekend, had a look on the CCTV footage, and he saw something absolutely shocking that happened. He saw a man and a woman walking into this man's apartment, And then a few seconds later, this woman ran out of this man's apartment. She was running away from this gentleman. This guy then turned turned around and started running after her with a crossbow. And he tried shooting at her. And the first uh, arrow missed. So he missed her the first time. The second arrow, he pushed her to the floor and hit her in the head with it. And killed her instantly and pulled her back into his apartment. The, The guy then went up to the camera and stuck his middle finger up at the camera, so he knew he was being watched, CCTV would catch him doing it, and, yeah, this shocking murder had taken place, this caretaker was absolutely astonished, he took the footage to the police, the police moved in on the suspect, who turned out to be Stephen Sean Griffiths, and yeah, Stephen Griffiths was arrested for this girl's murder, and yeah, just a little bit of a background, before I continue with the case, a little bit of a background on Stephen Griffiths, Stephen Griffiths was born, in Dalesbury, in West uh, Riding of Yorkshire, in 1969. 
and he was arrested in May 2010, where he would later go on to describe himself as a crossbow cannibal, but I'll get onto that later. Stephen Griffiths, he was a loner, he didn't have many friends, he's a very, very quiet person, um, well known to police, you know, Stephen Griffiths for assaults and they're, you know, threatening people, things like that. At the age of 17, he assaulted a supermarket manager. He said when he was in custody, he saw himself that he wanted to become a serial killer. And they, psych psychiatrist warned him that he fascinated about being a serial killer. In 1991, he's described as a psychoid uh, psychopath. So he was diagnosed as a psychopath. And the following year, he received a two-year sentence for holding a knife to the throat of a girl. So he was well known to be to police. In 2009, he got a degree in homicides. So he was do, doing studying on serial killers and murders and things like that. Which is All the things that he was doing his crimes, he was doing studying for it, but the police did nothing about it. Absolutely shocking, it really is. He had girlfriends, Stephen Griffiths. There was one girl who was with for two years, but she then ended the relationship because Stephen Griffiths never told her that he had his own flat. Out of the blue, he says, would you like to come back to my flat? And she did. She went in and she was shocked by what she saw. You know, loads and loads of plastic around the room. Books on like the Moors murderers, Myra Hindley and Ian Brady, the Yorkshire Ripper, who obviously killed people in the 1970s and 80s, Peter Sutcliffe, the Yorkshire Ripper, Stephen Griffiths idolised him. He was another serial killer from Bradford. You know, the acid bath murderer, John George Hague, who I have done a uh, podcast about, go back and check, go back and check out. I would very much appreciate if you did. But uh, yeah, he was basically studying all these serial killers to become a serial killer. They all knew about this, but they didn't do anything about it. These, So, yeah, this girl who he was dating ended the relationship. He, he got in, got into another relationship with another girl who, again, said he was nice and charming at the beginning, but then he became very aggressive and violent towards her, abusive, kept her away from her family and friends, isolated her away. He used to, like, beat her and things like that. Absolutely terrible, it really was. He would stalk her, so after she ended the relationship, Stephen Griffiths stalked her constantly for a, for a number of years, like ringing her up and threatening her, saying he loved her and wanted to take her back and things like that. He got into drugs, you know, drugs and alcohol. He didn't work either, so he was very, very dependent on the alcohol and drugs. He had two lizards that he fed live rats to. Uh, these, Griffith, these lizards, he used to walk them along the street like dogs, uh, people used to say. People said he was... A very quiet person, very strange. Uh, people as well had said that not to approach him because he could be quite aggressive and nasty. So people avoided him at all costs. And like I said, he had these lizards. He uh, he ate a rat one time. One of his friends came round. They were the only three friends he had. And he actually ate a live rat and downed it with a glass of water. Absolutely terrible, it really was. He Then he fed 
the mice to the lizards, like he dropped the mouse in live and the, and the lizard ate it in front of one of his friends, absolutely terrible, he really was this lady, he was a friend of his, like a neighbour. And yeah, Stephen Griffiths, that's his background story, he was into all this like murder and he was just studying it and things like that, really really was terrible. He was born for questioning, he admitted to killing all three women. Um, the police were looking into where their bodies were and things like that. There was parts of Susan Blaymore's body which are found in the River Rare, which is in Shipley near Bradford, it's just outside Bradford, River Shipley, on the 23rd of May. And, you know, 81 body parts were found from the women, absolutely terrible, it really was, absolutely awful. This confirmed he did kill them. Uh, Susan's head was found and... She had the bolt still in her head, so when he shot her in the head, he still had the bolt impaled in her skull. Absolutely terrible. And her face had also been removed, so like he skinned her, so like her face had been taken off. And he would later say that he ate some of the skins, skin from his victims, so he was a cannibal, allegedly. Absolutely awful. Really was terrible. There was also body, the body, uh, bits of the body belonging, belonging to Shirley Shelley Armitage as well but the remains of Susan Rushworth were never found they but he did murder her because in the police's eyes because they found blood in his flat that was linked to her so he killed her too but her body's never been found which is awful for her family he you know said that he had no remorse uh no care for the human race in his interview he said that he fantasised about being a murderer and that he loved Peter Sutcliffe and he idolised him and that's why he was doing it, to honour Peter Sutcliffe, the Yorkshire Ripper. He was arrested and he was charged with the murders. He then went on his court hearing where he went into the prison, where uh, the prison into the courtroom where, he, where they asked him for his name. He said he was a crossbow cannibal, shocking everyone in the room, revealing that he was a cannibal. Absolutely awful. There's no remorse for the families of the people he of the people he murdered. Absolutely terrible. It really was. At a, a appearance, he at the next court appearance, he made it by video link from Wakefield Prison, and so he never turned up. He was by video link, and then on the twenty first of December two thousand ten, he was convicted of all three murders after pleading guilty. So Stephen Griffiths pleaded guilty to the murders of these women. And he was told he would never be released. He was given a whole life tariff order, meaning that he won't be eligible for parole. He must spend the rest of his life in prison. Since he's been in prison, Griffiths has attempted suicide on several occasions. He's also been on hunger strike. This is what these serial killers do to get attention. They try and get your attention by, you know, not going on hunger strike and things like that. Like, just absolutely terrible. It really, really was absolutely awful. But yes, yeah, Stephen Griffiths, an absolutely awful character, absolutely awful serial killer, a copycat serial killer, um, absolutely awful what he done to these women, these women did not deserve it at all, they had, you know, they were just innocent women who were going through bad spells in their life and he took advantage of that, absolutely terrible, and he got what he deserved, he's still in jail to this day, he, as far as I'm aware, is still alive. And yeah, he's in jail. He fully deserves it. I just feel sorry for Susan Rushworth's family. They've never found their 
Love what love, found her. That's absolutely terrible. It really was. Even though Griffiths killed her, he won't tell the police where her body is because it means he stays in control of the situation. You know, this man was very violent. This man was very aggressive. He acted like a nice guy, but he wasn't really like all these serial killers do. And yeah, that's the story of the crossbow cannibal. I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast. Please give it a few views if you can. And I'll be back next week with another case. But yeah, thank you for watching this video. Have a merry, merry Christmas. And I shall see you in the next one. Thank you. Bye-bye.